Hi, I'm Jason Hobbs. This is Unresearched Example 9. That's an example, this time for a local kitchen slash restaurant. It's called Kim's Kitchen, and that's the team behind it. It's the Corbett Family Farm, and it's an agricultural business. However, part of it is they have um, a kitchen, and they actually have a second location as well. And if I understand right, they serve lunch. And this is an unresearched example. So that's why I say, you know, if I understand right, uh, if I remember right, you pick between two meats and then you get some additional sides. They may have a hot bar uh, for lunch, you know, lunch bar or whatever. I'm not entirely certain. I probably should have peeked, even though it is unresearched. I still should have peeked at that, but oh well. All right. So when I explain digital marketing, which is what this plan is for, right, it's you got to get attention and keep attention. So if you're going to get attention, that happens everywhere but your actual brand website, and you keep attention on the brand website, right? So, and through email and you know live chat, especially in my estimation, that's why I use Drift for my email and my live chat, so that I can build a timeline, a customer timeline, as part of my customer intimacy marketing strategy. So the goal of this plan is, once again, e-commerce experience. They have a lot of stuff you can buy when you go to the current website. However, they don't have the capacity for you to buy it or the capability for you to actually make a purchase, which to me makes total sense. And then on top of that, giving the opportunity to have it delivered, um, you know, if they send it through UPS or if they figure out a different way to handle that for like a 20 or 40 mile radius, the idea though is, and then definitely making it just drop dead simple for people to pick it up. This is the, the shop page. And again, I didn't change the product because I'm lazy and I'm trying to do a bunch of these. That shot behind it though, that's from the actual market. And so what they do, if I understand, once again, if I understand right, is they create a lot of stuff, they put it in there and then they allow you to buy it. And if it's a, uh, typically choose between us what they call a small and a large if I remember right but that's how they explain it is you know for this amount this is how many servings you know it's going to provide so the customer point of view again I'd focus on parents within 40 miles of the two locations so the pressing problem is allowing them to do more for their family with less and yes less cost but just it probably more importantly, less time it goes back to when when i was mentioning earlier giving them you know, the simplest way to come in and get it or have it delivered so it's just as simple as possible for them to access all of this food that is available from kim's kitchen both locations right so the solution is a digital e-commerce experience allowing them to purchase online from the kitchen and i would take it further and set up once they figure out how they're going to deliver it, I would have a weekly and monthly plans and I would make them very much iterative because you're solving a problem for people and you're letting them solve the problem through their remote control for their life. Like for all of us, we're online all the time. We have our smartphone. We're just adapting that. So the, the access would be the website normal hours of operation, but then add the website because all we're looking to do is sell more of the capacity that they already have first. And then from there, they know their business. They're going to know what they want, what their goals are, etc. So the value for the customer is less effort. 
just period less effort, make it easier for parents to give good food that the kids are going to want to eat, that the family is going to want to eat, that's enough of it, you know, and without them having to spend much time, but it's less effort. Okay, so the education for me, I would start by making people understand that, look, homemade meals in less than an hour from shelf to family, and maybe shelf to family wouldn't actually work because I, I tack that on and again, unresearched. However, throughout the research part, Jessica and everybody else would be able to weigh in and you know they would be able to, but you want to define it, call to action for people. So the plan foundations, there's a website there currently. The I would start with gather up again. Uh, the customer feedback loop, it just it allows the kitchen to reputation manage for the brand itself. I know it's part of Raising Cane, which is part of you Ken Corbett, but each of those are separate brands. They're each branded differently. So we would want to make it to where each of the websites for those brands would be able to automatically have their own lane, so to speak, of customer feedback. As part of that process, you're able to invite people to also, if, if Yelp is important or if uh, Facebook page or wherever, but you, the people that give you good reviews, you're able to follow up by saying, hey, you know, here's an invitation in a bunch of you know, the different properties. Which one would you like to say something publicly about it? Data box. I would definitely set these up for Kim's Kitchen. And I, this is tracking pages and so forth. But I probably wouldn't focus on that. It would probably be more of a custom one to begin with. I would just want to get all of the, the dollars and cents metrics on one of these URLs. This is a secure URL that they could even display inside of the manager's office like Jessica Corbett could so that it would keep her up to date as far as the total sales, uh, you know, as far as for all of the Kim's Kitchen locations. And, you know, it's just, it would be very interesting because the, there's, the, there's a lot of options and it just really boils down to what are the KPIs that Jessica and her team are actually focusing on and managing towards. And here's another example. And similarly, this is about you know traffic. And I, once again, I would do this, but I would do it would be secondary. The first ones I would do would be around revenue and cost of sales, etc., and uh, um, pow, uh, manpower. So the media, I start with video. Once again, I like that strategy just as a general rule because it allows me to create video, audio, and written word with images. And that allows people to consume the content in whatever their preferred way is. So I use Soapbox by Wistia. You can create their video, outsource the editing, or hire an in-house video editor, possibly even as part of King Corbett Farms that you know actually works for both of the other brands like under that umbrella so it would be able maybe x number of hours each week for editing video for kim's kitchen and x number of hours per week for uh, raising cane and then likewise the rest of the time for kim corbett farms proper so this is my soapbox by wistia account and i just want to i haven't made the point well enough yet in my estimation of just how simple Soapbox makes it for me to create these videos. So I'm sharing my screen and recording that while simultaneously recording me. And it just, it puts them side by side and I never do anything to create that. If I want to change it, I can actually edit within Soapbox to pull one or the other to the forefront, i.e. make me the only 
you know, me talking to you as far as that's the whole screen for this little, uh, you know, initial exposition or whatever. And then we go right into where maybe it's all the uh, screen for a while where we're walking through these specific parts. It's just super easy. And if you pay three or four or 500 bucks for a year, you'll be able to get the pro plan, which allows you to download each of these videos that are created and that allows you to do whatever editing that you would want additionally. Like with me, I just use iMovie and do some real light editing. Anchor.fm, create your podcast episodes because you're going to want to do the audio version and distribute it to podcasting platforms. I know like with me, mine goes out to 10 podcasting platforms from Anchor, and it's just super simple for me to do. So here's the uh, you know thing like, um, you know, how many overall plays by month. And then this is where you create your episode, that screen. So you can choose to record, you can choose messages. So if any of your listeners submit a message to you, then they're going to record it audibly, right? And it'll be available there and you can drop it into the right-hand side and you can just arrange the different pieces in the order you want them to play. And once you're happy, you can you know, save the episode and then you'll be able to publish the episode as well. Now, Rev.com, if you have the money, it's going to make your life a thousand times easier because it's real simple to extract the uh, the written version of any video that you create. And so a dollar per minute, they'll create that transcription and you're going to want to edit it. So just be prepared as for it, if nothing else, to format it for people to be able to easily scan the information. Then also you're going to, with video, I recommend and I try to as much whenever I have the budget, and eventually I'll just have the budget all the time, but bootstrapping and such. Um, so $1 per minute for the captions for your video is really, really smart. It's, a, it's an investment. And it's something that I will catch up. Like I'm not able to do it all as a, you know, in, immediately these days. However, I will be going back because it's only a buck a minute. And then you just, they give you a file and you upload the file you know, for that video within YouTube and within Facebook and within whatever, and you know, Wistia and it, boom, it's all set. <clears throat> so, oh, okay. Customer conversation, live chat. I would focus on live chat and supplement it with email. And then in this instance, they can supplement that with people walking in or people deciding to order from WooCommerce on the website, etc. So here is the live chat in the bottom right. And if you're looking at this, home page yeah you see the login slash register there if you're if you log in that's going to show your full account with kim's kitchen so it'll allow you to know and it'll also allow you to go and order more stuff or if you're you have different memberships or subscriptions where it's a recurring thing then you're able to monitor that there etc so and then across the bottom you can see the three different pages each day we prepare fresh casserole, sides, bread, salads, and desserts in our market kitchen at Raising Cane. And the market kitchen is called Kim's Kitchen. So this is the current website. As you can see, they branded each of them, and I think they look great. I would change it up. The only thing that I would really change is, I mean, it's the very fundamental, so don't get me wrong, but the only thing I'd change is I would make everything that you can see, I'd make it where you can order it with the click. It's the goal or, you know, click to start the process or whatever, add this to the cart and then add this to the cart. And with Liquid Web's beginner plan for managed WooCommerce hosting, which is what I use, then here it is. 
you see it's 39 bucks a month. Part of that is you would include, it's a card abandonment solution that through a partnership with Liquid Web, being on that beginner plan and every other plan, you just get more and more of these cards that you're able to redeem. And what I mean by that is I come in and I put something in my cart and I go away or I get distracted or whatever. After 30 minutes, Jilt will actually send an email and say, hey, here's your cart. If you want, just click it and we can go ahead and get you shipped. You know, you can go ahead and purchase, right? So, and they make it as simple as possible. And then they follow up two more times as well. And you're able to control exactly what each of those messages consist of, what the message is. So the $50 per month for Drift, I would use it because you're gonna build that conversation over time between Kim's Kitchen and customers. And you're gonna wanna be able to have everything on in the same place, all that data, so that you have a better understanding every time that you do interact with them. Anyone that does is able to pull this up and they're able to know automatically you know, where they are and just so that they can talk to each person, each customer within the context of that customer without having the customer having to catch them up, right? So 500 a month for hypothetical first ad budget, I'd put it all into Facebook ads. And, you know, again, digital marketing, it's getting and keeping attention. And the biggest thing to walk away with in my mind is that my suggestion is largely that Kim's Kitchen should become their own media company. And as part of that, they should make it to where the digital version, including the phone, is all easily orderable. Like just that people can buy whenever they want. They can shop, so to speak, from their phone rather than just having to come in and do it, you know, themselves as far as walking through the different cases or whatever. I just I think that 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 opens up a lot of opportunity for Kim's Kitchen as in the, the capacity from their kitchen that they already have that is spread between two different markets. But if you add the third market, it's just, I think it pushes it closer to capacity. And again, it's unresearched. So I don't know how close to capacity they are at this point. So this is the Tuesday one. I'm running real, real late. It's 10.15 and I'm just now finishing recording it. Uh, so I still have to lightly edit it. I then have to upload it, which takes some time as far as to Wistia. And then I have to create the blog post, where, which is where I embed that uh, Wistia video. Likewise, I'll have to upload it to anchor.fm and output that new episode of my audio podcast and which also gives me an embed code, which I take over to the blog post and embed there. I have the slide deck that I'll take over and embed in the blog post. And then I'll write a little explanation, paragraph or two, sometimes more, but typically it works out to a paragraph or so to where I'm just kind of explaining the story behind, okay, this is why I chose this point of view in order to do an unresearched example. This Thursday is Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. I will be spending it with my mom and some family, and then I'll be back next Monday, and we'll, once again, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I'll be releasing at least three of these examples per week. Uh, my goal is to get a bunch of the examples out, 30 to 50, and then start doing a second version of each of them as well. So the goal is to 
as a one person media company to start actually putting out just loads of content, but the best possible media I can do and the best possible media for me is largely the message. It's something that other people aren't talking about, which is strategic planning for digital marketing. And no one specifically is talking to the people I'm primarily focusing on, which is people that are unsettled and confused by digital. And the majority, high 90% of the people I help, at least this far, are offline when they start. So they get online through with by working with me. Now, if you have questions, hit me up and I will otherwise see you on uh, next Monday. Have a great one.